0: This is Two Nerds in a Joke
1: with Robert and Ernie. Thanks, disembodied hot girl voice. This is Two Nerds in a Joke with Robert and Ernie. I'm Ernie,
2: and I am Robert. Here, ready for post Halloween and pre Halloween fun, all wrapped into one.
1: You can't have a post and a pre.
2: I'm allowed to do whatever I want. It's it's uh, <laughs> yeah. that
1: isn't how it
0: works. Well,
2: to, to 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 be fair and full disclosure, <laughs> uh, this episode is probably not going to be uh, out before Halloween. So given that, um, we definitely want to let people know that some of the things may be Halloween themed in here, but it'll probably launch after Halloween. But so it's pre and post Halloween. That's the magic of podcasting. So nah.
1: With all the magic and all the monies, right? Oh
2: yeah, the girls don't forget the all girls. the women. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. when you Those say pod- you're a
1: podcaster, <laughs> woo!
2: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, right away. Speaking of getting all the girls, we have with us today. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, we have with us Try a special guest. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> We haven't actually talked to this young gentleman for a very long time. And wow, I will amazing. say it's it's been basically a little over a year, actually, since we last talked to him and I will say this he is in one of our top 10 episodes with that was listened to we had I was looking at the numbers and wow. everybody really loved what you, yeah they did um and they really loved what you had to say last time and we're back to talk more so we have with us Dylan Hill um one of you may remember him from the past uh from last year if you listened to that episode um for his charity of very unique proportions and very unique style I mean he just does some really fun stuff um and we wanted to welcome back dylan hill and i'm not going to mention the charity just yet because that is one of the conversations we want to have here in a moment but first uh dylan um welcome back to the show welcome having
0: me i didn't know that i was a top 10 contender
2: you um, you are i know well to be fair your videos on on your youtube channels actually are pretty up like i went i always do like a a, a search for a person's name before they come on the show like on youtube and just in general and you got at least seven to 10 hits right there. And I was like, is this the right deal? And yes, it was. You know, And it talked about your project and how you got started. And I was like, this is the guy. So you're out there. I mean, cool. you, you may not be master of your domain, but you're definitely <laughs> darn close. Let's put it that way.
1: I don't there think anyone who listens to our podcast was alive when that joke hit Seinfeld. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, we don't have many in the 60 year old. I think our highest is like our age. 30s, nice. 40s, 50s, somewhere in those areas.
1: Nice, yeah. Yes.
2: So we do we do have those. We have a lot of our kids. So Dylan, a year ago today, we talked about your charity. At that point, it had a specific name. Um, one list, one life, if I remember correctly.
1: Yep. The specific yep. name.
2: Yes. But the charity <laughs> has changed. So talk to us a little bit about where you were and where you are with the name and, and why that change happened with that.
0: Yeah. Um, well, first of all, I think I got a bit of a plot twist for you. We Ooh. Don't currently have a charity status.
1: Whoa! <laughs> okay, so, so I, twisty. Yeah,
0: um, not that we had it and we lost it. We we never did. Um, <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. No Disclaimer up no front. Scandal. Yeah, I just I just like to be upfront. No, um, yeah, but yeah. So um, and really, I guess the reason of that kind of fits into the whole name situation. Um, this whole concept very much. We talked a lot about it last time. Mm-hmm. Um it wasn't planned. It was very mm-hmm. much haphazard. Um, <laughs> it was very much figuring out things as they went. And um, really I started doing all of this stuff because uh, a friend of, well, not a friend of mine, one of my best friends <laughs> mm. was uh, diagnosed with cancer and, and the doctors gave him a, a terminal diagnosis. And right. so um, this whole kind of adventure kicked off with um I, when i made the decision to drop out of college and help him with his bucket list um, right and so that was a very urgent scenario and so we sat there for a whole 25 seconds and came up with the name one list one life and then mm-hmm. we we ran with the journey <laughs> and then, right and then and then ultimately um through a whole bunch of amazing twists and turns with that situation um i learned a lot about kind of what i want to do with myself or hmm at least focus on now
2: <laughs> yes no <laughs> what, what what comes next what's the evolution right
0: yeah yeah i learned a lot from that experience and um and i thought okay i like to help people in bizarre ways and in fun ways and in ways that ultimately um benefit me uh you know i'm i'm not rich by any means but mm-hmm. emotionally i am because because it's fun right. to do the things that i do um and i felt that sort of all of the through the process of that experience with my friend and what that turned into and helping people in other situations, I learned that um, the idea of live for another is uh, it means a lot to me. And I think it communicates a lot as well.
2: Definitely. So, yeah. So the new name is live for another. You got a great website um, live for and you're really on a lot of different media. So I'm assuming that process of transitioning from just one type of person, patient idea to a larger helping of people included a very small to medium overhaul because I believe that is a new logo as well, correct?
0: Yeah, it is a new logo. I definitely am um, not the one who put it together because if I did, it wouldn't look that good. But <laughs> fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. Yeah, it, it was uh, it was a big transition. I did a lot of Googling on how to rebrand.
1: Mm.
2: Wow, and, and and that worked out well for you, obviously.
0: Um well I definitely changed the logo on social media. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I followed the checklist. It's yet to be determined if it was uh, an effective rebranding, but I I, I did the week wiki how steps.
2: <laughs> One through six. You followed
0: <laughs> along the process. Exactly. The exactly.
1: Nice, nice. So so now with all that being said, how else how, how else are you doing like with everything that's gone on, like anything else that's been happening in, in your world, like in the world of Dylan, like anything exciting and new?
0: Oh, gosh, I wish there was. Um, I think, well, I think really a big part of changing the name um, was kind of because of personal reasons, I guess. More so, I, I went through a pretty big breakup, right? So there's like a whole bunch of stuff around that. <laughs> but Ooh. part of that was, you know, thinking a lot about like what's important to me. And, sure. and then I reflected on what One This One Life was, and I was like, okay. I kind of combined those two things together, and I'm like, I'm going to get glasses to prove her wrong and change my name to prove them wrong. I nice. Guess. <laughs> kind, of, kind of how it worked. In hindsight, now, th- that's definitely what it was. It was kind of like a forcing myself to Phoenix out of the ashes.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, let me, let me ask you, because you definitely, you brought up an interesting point right there. Prove them wrong. So who in this scenario was kind of naysaying the idea of this because again it is a lot of work I, I'm definitely gonna assume that but was there a lot of naysayers to what you were trying to do or do you feel that it was more of a a few people and then you know you're just taking that mantra on? Uh,
0: they're definitely not uh, the overwhelming majority of people have always been super nice to any idea that I have um, mm-hmm. it, it was more so. And it's kind of weird to say because I've never really had this mentality, but this is the first thought that comes to my mind. It, it was more so kind of against the establishment, which makes mm. me sound way more punk than I have ever intended to be. Um,
2: but you know what? That is a realistic thing because, I mean, sh- the charity business, if you will, is kind of established, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. And and it not only is it that, not only like I, I – uh, in high school, I started a, a charity, a proper charity, Gamers Gift. Mm. The idea there is we bring virtual reality to kids in the hospital, right? Oh, Which, that's cool. in my mind, is, like, uh, the reason that I started it was because I was, to be honest, I was trying to get into a good college, right? Mm. So, I was looking for volunteer opportunities, and I tried the traditional – I tried to just work with the popular charities in my area. Sure. And they kind of suck. Like, they aren't – they're they're safe, right? They're Mm -hmm. safe, which in their case, I'm sure they have to be, but I wanted something that wasn't safe. (laughs) That was fun and new and interesting.
2: And took some edge into it. So for you, for the the edge of it, but, and, and that's a good point because you think about the typical charities. And again, there's a lot of good charities out there, but they do very simple, very safe, very standard kind of, well, you're supposed to do this and this and this and this as a charity. And that's kind of it you definitely didn't take that, that mantra you took, uh, let's do, let's do it one person at a time and figure out what the best thing to do for that person is.
0: Yeah. And, and more so like, I think from a lot of the people I've talked to who are in the charity space, there seems to be kind of this thing where you don't, you never want to seem as if you're benefiting from being a part of a charitable initiative. Mm. And I think, I think that kind of makes it a very sterile environment. Like I've met with so many charities and I just want to pull my hair out because it's so generic and it's mm-hmm. there's so many conversations where the, the smiles are just fake. Right. Right. And, and I wanted to do something where of course I want to help people for non-selfish reasons, but the truth is like, some of the ideas that I have and the fact that I can help people with those ideas that excites me and, and I don't need to feel bad for that. Right. Like, right okay to just have fun with these things and want to do it for the sake of creating something awesome like you don't need to be mr rogers to get involved in this kind of stuff i think
2: right that's that's a very good point
0: too because i'm far from mr rogers
1: (laughs) 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 so you you were just speaking about that like you said that you met with some other charities and like it just wasn't a good match, right? Like you went in there thinking, well, this should be a good match. Like they should see where I'm coming from. And do you find, do you find it that it's more or less like you said, like they want to be safe or is it just the fact that they're just so stuck in their ways?
0: Um, yeah, I, I think it's both. I think it's you, I mean, really. I, and I think, and part of the reason, like, you know, the first thing I said is, Hey, we're not a charity. I I'm intentionally doing that because I don't want to be safe. Like, we could have a charity status tomorrow, but then there's there's like this sort of financial obligation to like it, it's really difficult to explain, right? But when 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 you're a charity and the way I've had conversations and I even like I was interviewing people to be on our board because I wanted to become a charity and, and they're like, Okay, yeah, so if you raise ten dollars, you know, what you can do is is this. And I'm like, But that's what everyone else is doing, you know? Mm. And
2: and great it, cookie cutter.
0: Very cookie cutter, exactly, and and I think ultimately, like, we don't need to follow that formula to help people. We can, like, let's get weird
2: with this, right?
1: <laughs> like, yeah, let,
0: let's do this in a new way. And I think that's kind of what what I'm trying to do.
2: Very much so, and so I w- want to talk. Obviously, we talked we talked around it, but I want to get to the meat of it: the projects you're doing, right? Yeah. So, dep- obviously, this is going to run a little bit, as I mentioned earlier. Which is there was a valid point to this, Ernie. Um, it's pre-post, As I know that uh, your current item up on your uh, webpage webpage as of, as of when we're recording this is the, the Halloween uh, special, which first off I have to ask, okay, where the heck did you get the plans to build a medieval catapult? That's, that's my first question. Right. I Without mean – Without
0: context, that's a very confusing <laughs> first
2: question.
0: Yeah, it's like what?
2: <laughs> so, um, so explain a little bit of this process to me here.
0: Yeah, so it's a combination of being surrounded by some pretty awesome people, I think. Um, I I didn't come up with the idea myself. I I recognize the problem, which is it's 2020. Um, Yes. That's a sentence in itself, but specifically it's 2020. And so therefore Halloween is going to be kind of different, right? Like no one's going to be comfortable doing the normal Halloween. And I recognize that problem. And I did want to do something around that didn't really hit me. Um, Luckily, my girlfriend's smarter than I am. So she came up with the idea and said, hey, what if we launched candy at kids? Because we don't need to go near them for that. (laughs) We can maintain our distance. Um, And I was like, okay, yes, that's a great idea. And Mm. she was was talking like slingshot. And I was thinking, "Mm, no, slingshots are lame. Let's go bigger. Let's build a catapult. Um, (laughs) I have absolutely no building talent at all. So it was more so like, yeah, let's build a catapult. And then I referred to my friend, Joel, who actually has skills to be able to do that. Um, And it turns out catapults are very difficult to build. And they're actually Hmm. kind of dangerous. Um, So actually, we built a trebuchet, which makes us sound even cooler, I think. It is like a catapult, but better. (laughs) Better, exactly. (laughs)
2: Um, Isn't it French? Uh,
1: it's got like a counterweight yeah. on it. Kind of like, right. like yeah. what you see in um the Lord of the Rings, right? Those huge trebuchets, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. So catapults use like a tension to pull the, the arm forward. And then your item, you know, inertia just keeps it going. The problem is you have to stop the arm. It, okay, I'm not going to get into the engineering of it. But basically, <laughs> we did a lot of Googling. And it turns out a trebuchet is better. So we built a trebuchet. Which is essentially, yeah, it's a counterweight. So it's really simple. It, it looks very complicated, but uh, there's a weight on one end and, in our case, candy on the other. And when Love the weight it. drops... It launches the candy. Um, so we're putting that on the back of a truck and we are driving around town and shooting it at kids that signed up, specifically kids that signed up for the opportunity. It's
2: good to know. Yeah, it's not just random throwing of candy at people's heads, just you know now I'm sorry, I need to correct myself just in case anybody wants to look it up. It's T R E B U C H E T. Um, it actually started in China, so I had I had to look wow. it up. So it is originally it's Chinese, strong. and they were as tall as 17 feet high and four feet buried below ground. The original ones, so it's very interesting there. But yours is obviously about your height. It looked like from the video, yeah, and yep. and had wheels. I'm assuming for mobility. Mm,
0: I couldn't no. tell from the
2: picture. Okay, so you're putting the back of the truck, so it's going to just be on the platform
0: yeah well so we were going to do that but then we realized that we would probably need to turn it so it's actually Mm. on um we bought a lazy susan that's actually designed for um like barbecues to be able to rotate wow and we're mounting that to the back of the truck and so it's going to be able to rotate 360 degrees um, that's amazing (laughs) but no wheels we have to carry it okay yeah that's true okay
2: (laughs) yeah no that's that's pretty crazy so you're basically So so you're going to take it off the truck to do the throwing, or is it going to stay on the truck for the throwing? Because this is fascinating to me, this whole thing.
0: It's it's such a bizarre thing. I never would have thought (laughs) of it. The the kind of math that we've been doing in discussions is exactly why I love this Live for Another Project, because it leads to ridiculous situations. Um, But, you know, yeah, it's staying on the truck, and we're driving. We're doing a couple different things. We're going to some um, events nearby Mm. um, that are uh, social distancing they you course, know, especially right. distance, uh, right, in various ways, and we're just gonna have like a, almost like a booth there, except for our booth is a giant truck with a trebuchet on the back of it, <laughs> <laughs> and and we'll be launching it like stationary. Uh, well, mm-hmm. let me correct that. We'll always be stationary. The truck will never be moving as we launch, but <laughs> well, that could be dangerous. <laughs> yeah, that, that could be to say the right. least. Right. Um. After. After that event, we will be driving to houses from people that signed up on our site. And we'll be uh, basically at their porch if they didn't want to go, if they were uncomfortable going to a a, a social distance event.
2: Right. No. Nice. That's again, (laughs) that's very impressive. And again, it goes and um, now my the other part I have to ask, you do have costumes in the video. Are those going to be the costumes you actually wear to the event or do you have other costumes planned that are maybe secret or? Are no you- those
0: those are our costumes. Okay. um yeah, we wanted to we wanted to stick with the medieval theme. We'll be decorating the truck with like castle walls and stuff. okay, cool. Yeah. Like nights are boring, so we had to throw some SpongeBob and Woody in there.
2: Yeah, no, definitely Woody is totally medieval. I I get that. <laughs> I, I can totally see. It. So, so that is what you're currently on, and obviously for those people that were that are that are interested, obviously for all of your uh, charity to to contribute to any of the charities you're doing, um, the the web, website again is lifeforanother.com. So that's what you're doing now. What comes next?
0: We have so that listing on the site. Um, is basically things we're accepting registration for, but we have some stuff that we've already completed that I'm editing mm. right now, and oh, okay, I'm super pumped for those um, for a lot of different reasons. But the first one being, we so uh, because I did start that charity in high school, I've mm. been very fortunate enough to get a lot of uh, a lot of praise for it. Really, like a lot of people that kind of look up to me for that reason, right? Like it's a very noble cause to help kids in the, in the hospital. Like that's basic charity is like helping kids in the hospital. It's like the easiest one to do. (laughs) People love, love it. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and my thought has always been like, well, I'm not special, right? Like I just send an email and then schedule a time and then walk in. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's a relatively straightforward process. And I feel like the average person can and should experience what that's like. So, we said that, we put out a call to action to our audience and we said, if, if you wanna do that, sign up here and we will come to your house, to your city and together we will visit a children's hospital. And wow. so we did that, um, which in itself was awesome but we're kind of dumb so we took it a step further and we decided to visit all of those children's hospitals in seven days, in a week. Um, so, and we needed to have things for us to donate to the kids so we sure. packed um i think it was 13 suitcases full of video games xbox ones playstation 4s etc um and we traveled across 10 different states in a week with all of those suitcases and every city we stopped in and we were joined by a viewer and then we would walk into a children's hospital and uh you know hand a kid a, a playstation um pre-pandemic of course but yeah it, it was spectacular For a lot of different reasons my favorite part i think was um what i'm trying to do a lot now with live for another and a lot of projects is come up with ideas that are based around the concept of kind of going beyond the keyboard and Mm. bringing the internet together for something awesome and like using I, i i'm always really fascinated by i don't know the internet's awesome right (laughs) I want- <laughs> there's a lot of stuff out
2: there yes
1: <laughs> it's
0: hard to describe but it's really cool and i want to use that as a way to help people and the fact that we were able to use that to reach people in new york in boston chicago et cetera, and then suddenly we were able to just show up there and like just go and do this awesome thing together i think it was really beautiful um and a whole bunch of shenanigans happened because we got about three hours of sleep every night because we were traveling a bunch. Uh, wow, so it got pretty crazy. ridiculous.
2: <laughs> so where did you end up visiting? Like what states did you end up going?
0: Uh, yeah, it, several. Um, New York, Boston, which uh, Boston's on state, obviously, but the city. <laughs> yes. Uh, P- Pennsylvania, um, Maryland. Like I said, we lost a lot of sleep. So anytime I try to recite this, my brain <laughs> <laughs> you're like i'm
2: trying to remember all the
0: things thankfully a video for
2: all of it so yay yeah
0: yeah exactly <laughs> um and then we flew to ohio michigan illinois and i'm definitely forgetting a couple in there or some i it's it's like this weirdest level of ptsd we have from this experience because it was incredible and we loved it but at a certain point when you like do that visit that many children's hospitals mm-hmm. it, it gets very confusing in our head
2: sure
1: so so, so so i have a question for you this might be a little bit off subject like since we're in the in the holiday mode and spirit and everything do you, tell us like your favorite ho- halloween story
0: Oh gosh, my oh oh. Well, this one doesn't really fit with the whole mission of helping other people. But when I was a kid, <laughs> my, go my ahead. Friend, <laughs> my friend and I were trick or treating, right? And I somehow it turned into a competition of like, okay, let's see who can get to the next house faster, as if that would somehow change our candy output. Um, <laughs> so we were we were sprinting fast, right? Like as quickly as we could. The issue was it's nighttime and we couldn't see mm-hmm. anything. Uh, turned out this particular house had uh, essentially like a, I guess it would be, a, I guess a ditch for whatever reason. Uh, so I don't think it's going to be as funny to you guys, but it was hilarious to me as a 12 year old. Um, I was running, right? And I, you do that thing kind of when you're running next to people and you're checking their pace. So you look over at them, right? So I look over and he's like right next to me. I'm like, oh man, I got to speed up. So I do that thing that little kids do where they pump up their arms, right? And they go like <laughs> super speed as if that's going to make them faster. So I start to do that, right? I'm like, oh, I'm totally destroying this guy. And I look <laughs> over and it was like um, it was like a stop motion film the way it happened. One frame he was next to me and one frame he was gone, right? It was like just instantly he was gone. It's like he disappeared. From- That's from creepy. I'm like, what happened here, right? And then I look down and he's like in pain because he's in the ditch. That- <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and and just something about the height of the street right like and and just allowed him to disappear from my my peripherals and again it's probably not that funny it has nothing to do with helping people but that was the first thing that came to my mind was my friend falling in a ditch
1: (laughs) oh man see those are nice right like those are things that you'll that you'll never forget right
0: yeah Yeah, and it's so random too. Like it's not significant to my life in any way, but it's also so fun.
2: (laughs) That's pretty crazy stuff. I mean, I'm hoping the guy was okay at the end of it, right?
0: Uh, No, we still celebrate his. uh... No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, he's
2: fine. Wow, the humor, the humor here is is getting dark quick, and we love it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) there you go. Um, so so Halloween is one thing. Now comes the giving season right because that's what kind of next it is halloween is you know giving out candy getting the candy thing on getting your sugar rush and now you really are going to be settling in for the giving season thanksgiving obviously coming up really fast in november and then december it's just you know all about the giving what do you feel that you're going to be able to do or what are you trying to get done for you know prepare for and you don't have to give it all away but like what can we expect for this holiday season now that's coming up next.
0: You really, you really hyped up a, a non-answer. Uh, I don't know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that
0: that's something I've been really struggling with because yeah. I, I want to do something right, especially like I've read so many so many numbers about so many people need food. so many things right. Like um, so I'm I'm thinking something canned food, and I had an idea um like two nights ago actually, and I'm so mad that I had it so late, but I would have loved to have implemented um where basically uh canned food drive okay mm-hmm. but you donate to a team the teams being team trump team biden oh we god don't encourage. we don't encourage any particular side right like it doesn't matter who you choose <laughs> okay but you know that if the other team is in the lead you would want to donate 100 cans to make a point <laughs> and, it, like, I just know that it would cause a huge giant pile of food going to the homeless. And oh, I'm so yeah. Upset that it, I thought of it so late because by the time I implement it, we don't, you know, it's, it'll be too late at that point.
2: Let, let's talk about, though, real quick, though, implementation of something on that scale. How many did you talk <laughs> about your fan base, right? How many people will we be talking about it would we want to be a part of it? What would it take to, like, set something like on that scale up? even the trip that you took right the one that you're going to have the the visiting the hospital how long does the planning for that kind of thing take for you
0: yeah um so i'll give you a perfect example of something that is in the idea stage right now and it is perhaps the stupidest idea i've ever had um sweet love it already (laughs) (laughs) so are you familiar with uh hashtag trash tag no
2: because i'm no because yeah, 'cause we're old. Remember, we're old. Yeah. We're like double your age. So <laughs> you educate it, us, please.
0: It, it, it's really simple, really. It, basically, people post a before and after picture of, let's say, a river, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it, let's, in most of the really popular ones, it's littered with trash. They take a picture, and then they post an after picture of them next to ten bags of trash, um, having cleaned the area, and then nice it using the hashtag. Okay. Um, which I loved. I love seeing it. It's really powerful to see it. You know, start with one person, and then your entire feed is filled with people cleaning up. Right, like it's really cool. That's the kind it of stuff cool. I love. It's yeah for a cool purpose. Um, I don't know how that turned into the idea, but right now we are working out. Um, we actually just finishing finished the budget for it, but the world's biggest trash can, and basically taking that uh, uh, up and down the west coast and basically having like little hashtag trash tag events where in you know in various cities where we try to fill up the world's biggest trash can uh which is the current record is 15,000 gallons so we're going for 16,000 gallons Jeez. um and it's it's going to be stupid big <laughs> <laughs> that's insane and that it, like, is
1: crazy
0: it's going to be nuts if we can pull it out. The implementation there is going to be especially hard um, for a lot of different reasons. But basically, uh, it'd be a six-foot... Uh, wait, no. Uh, sorry, there's so many numbers involved. I think it, I think it's a six-foot radius and 20 feet tall, which we'd need to put on like a flatbed truck, right? But at yeah. that point, there's no, there's no highway clearance that we could get through. So we're coming up with the design for this trash can where it would need to be like modular, it need to be broken down, right? So that we can transport it. Because a normal, a normal insane person would build a giant trash can and leave it there, but we're taking it to the next level and we're taking it places for some dumb reason.
2: Nice. So... <laughs> You're gonna need a, like a trash can six pack, you know, where it's detachable trash cans.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're, it's There's gonna be like some, some engineering that we've yet to discover to figure <laughs> out how to compress it when we travel right and then then grow it again for our cleanup event and then store the trash that people picked up while compressing again it's very complicated
2: and i can i I can hear that yeah i mean you have (laughs) to come prepared with like almost multiple trucks or i don't know that's 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 some crazy engineering so that's at least so so when are you planning this event for because you've already obviously started a lot of the processes here got your budget done and all that but when you're looking how long in the future is this going to be in your mind relatively speaking
0: i you know i just realized a good perfect time to do it would be april right earth day i think it's april 10th 10th something?
2: something like that yeah 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 so okay so earth day that's, okay th-
0: that's my target <laughs> okay there you,
2: hey you have a target <laughs> day cool just
0: thought of it yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey it's, it's what it's all about so, you know you start talking things start happening yeah but that would be really cool so you have a little bit of an engineering trouble you got the budget going so next comes the engineering trouble of how to figure out what to do this. And then you start you start promoting it once you've figured all that out, I assume.
0: Yeah, exactly. Once we have a trash can, uh, then right. we figure out how to fill it, right? And so um, I think we'll probably we're, – we're like slightly above halfway through California, like geographically. Mm. So I wish we could just go straight down or straight up, but it's kind of awkward to do that. So we'd have to figure Rhodes out – Roads don't agree
2: with you, that kind of thing.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like, okay, what cities would we want to stop in? Uh, You know, it would be great to like the visual of a giant trash can outside of somewhere like Yosemite would be great. But the Uh, reality is Yosemite probably is cleaner than our alternative options.
2: Sure. Yeah. You can't go where it's already clean.
0: Right. It's like this really weird. It's like, it's such a stupid calculation to do in your head so yeah that that would be the next step is like where could we go where could we get enough participants to have a substantial you know impact on the filling of this trash can Mm -hmm. and a bunch of weird stuff like that that i never expected to be trying to figure out (laughs)
2: So I guess you'd have the first tour, which would be the tour, the trash tour of the dirtiest places in in, in the California coastline or whatever it is. So that's your first set of videos of here's the places we're going to pick based on the trash level. Or given your audience size, you could again go back to your audience and say, okay, we're looking for the messiest, most needing to be cleaned up places in this stretch of California. You know, submit your your inquiries now, kind of deal.
0: Yeah, I well I well we were, that's a good idea actually. I didn't thought about that.
2: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but, I figured you already thought of it. I was just like, this is what you're doing, <laughs> right?
0: Um I, I think we were gonna do more of like what would be logistically what would be the easiest places. So mm-hmm. for example, like Los Angeles would be pretty difficult because sure. just like placing a trash can in a busy beach in Los Angeles would not be as easy as going somewhere like um Fort Bragg, right? Like a smaller town.
2: Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So we that was gonna be my first step was like logistically where can we go? And then we kinda put out the call to action for people to come pick it up. But now that you say that, I don't know why <laughs> we were so set on going down the coast. We could just go to where our people are and like go to their cities or cities that like they you know, that they're familiar with there being a lot of trash, I guess.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or places to so that need to be cleaned up and it's like, you know, you kind of have a a, a visit your you visit with your friends, you know, friends and trash kind of thing yeah. going.
0: We were definitely you know? going to do that. Like everywhere we stop is going to be yeah. hopefully a big event, um, and then everyone can do like a trash tag of their own. You know, it just happens to be the biggest trash tag.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing, because you guys. Now I remember seeing speaking of because you you did get one um, world record already, right?
0: Yeah, we actually have two. Um, oh. <laughs> well, so it's tricky. It turns out that uh, world record books aren't selling very well these days. So the business <laughs> model is actually to charge people to be in the book. Oh, um, so we are, we don't have ten thousand dollars to spare on that. So. Holy mackerel! <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, Whoa. we learned we learned that with the first one, and so the first one was the biggest bone marrow drive. Um, mm. I want to say, if I remember correctly, the record was like eleven thousand. Um, and then we, it, last I heard was 13,700 we had done, uh, okay. which is people signing up to donate their bone marrow.
2: That's um, crazy.
0: And, and yeah, we partnered with be the match, the, the national registry and they're like, okay, cool. We're actually kind of on track to beat this thing. They reached out. Yeah. It turns out they didn't want to spend $10,000 either. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, so, we, so that we did that, that was I learned so much from that. Um, and then the one that's not out yet, but I'm also working on editing was, um, back when we were one list, one life, the idea was to help cancer patients with their bucket list and sort of somewhere in the transition between one list, one life and live for another, we were still continuing and we still plan on helping cancer patients. Cause that's still something that's really important to me. Um, mm-hmm. just not only doing that, but at the time, um, we we're helping a, a young woman named Lexi And she had a bucket list dream of paying for someone else's meal, which is super wholesome. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) you want to, you want to help people? Okay. Um, And so we, we, you know, we tried it. We like went into a restaurant we paid for like a couple of people's meals. and like, that was fun. Right. That obviously made their night. It was great, but that wasn't like live for another levels of, -hmm. of doing something. Sure. So we thought we would try to break the record for the longest pay it forward chain. So, um, and every time we every time we uh, do a bucket list item for Lexi, we surprise her. So this one was especially funny because it started with us going to a coffee shop drive through, which isn't something where you would expect like anything interesting to happen. Sure. Um, but we paid for the person behind us, and she's like, "Oh my God, are we doing the thing?" And we're like, "Yeah, we're doing the thing." Um, but we had pre-planned it where we were we were partnering with the coffee shop, mm. and uh, we had flyers. We had all the staff like trained on the mission, you know, to like pitch it to people. Um, and, and basically we just asked people if they can pay for the person behind them, if they can't, that's okay. We've preloaded a gift card, so don't feel obligated. You know, don't buy coffee for the 10 person car behind you. That's okay. Um,
2: yeah, right, right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the coffee shop was 24 hours, open 24 hours. And it actually, the entire th- event, people kept paying for each other for 36 hours and it was a grand total of uh, just over three thousand six hundred people paid for the person behind them,
2: wow. in the, the coffee shop. That's insane. And now you you awesome. had the preloaded gift card, but how did anybody actually take advantage of that piece, or did everybody actually just pay? Do you know? Yeah.
0: So we were a little bit worried when it first started because we we, we were you know talking to the uh, coffee shop and they're like, okay, your gift card's being used, and we're like, oh, okay, well. Uh, that sucks, <laughs> right? But yeah. what ended up happening is people would actually load the gift card themselves, right? So they would say, um, yeah, I'll pay for the person behind me and I want to donate $10 to the gift card. And oh, wow. So it actually became um, sort of like self-filling little like funds in this weird way. We didn't want, we put $150 in that thing to start. And then from there, people it was like this own little economy system really um where people just you know they would fill it if several people donated like hundreds of dollars to it oh wow which at first i was like oh that kind of makes it seem like we cheated right because it's not quite consecutively paying for the person behind you right but then you realize that there were random people that paid hundreds of dollars for other people's coffee and And really, like, when you pay for someone behind you, right, you have the chance of looking in your rearview mirror and seeing their reaction. But these people literally just put it on a gift card. And it took me a minute to realize, like, that was almost more beautiful in, like, a weird way.
2: Right, because they're now paying for who knows how many people.
0: And who knows who it is.
2: Right. Right. Right.
0: They were just doing it for the heck of it, you know? So, yeah, that was... um, Awesome. I'm a, I'm a, it, that one's really complicated, because we definitely did not expect it to last that long. So we had, we, She. Uh, Lexi lives in Ohio, right? So anytime we do stuff with her, we fly her out for like a week, and every day we do a different bucket list item. So that was day one, is we started that. And then so we have a bunch of clips of us like doing other things where we're in the middle of like a fashion show, for example. And we're like, oh, by the way, just to update you <laughs> on, on the thing that we started a day ago, it's still happening. That's then, crazy. Yeah, it, it it was spectacular. It was really cool to see people come together like that.
2: So are you planning another non-world record world record because you're not paying the ten thousand dollars in the future obviously the trash can is the next one but are you planning other items along that line as well or do you focus on one project at a time like trash cans next that's what we're on right now
0: oh i wish it was like that no it's a huge <laughs> massive things that are so weird to think about um... <laughs> which is so, the best way right <laughs> yeah it's uh not only like yeah we're definitely not paying to get in the book. Uh, for this example, but also like it isn't a world record that exists yet, so technically like we'd be setting it. Oh. Um, but I was in the beginning of quarantine. I'm like, okay, maybe I should pick up books for the first time since high school. Um, so I started reading, and I read this book that was like really compelling to me, and it made me discover that I like reading again. Right? It was a great book. <laughs> okay. Um, and and that's important because it was a book. Um, it, it it was very it was very powerful to me on like a very grand sense. Right? Like it was about. It's a sci-fi book about memories, and so there's a lot of thinking about like, what are the things that you will miss when they pass kind of thing. Really deep stuff that's hard to explain Um, in a summary. (laughs) So what's the book?
2: Wait, hold on. What's the book now?
0: It's called Recursion.
2: Okay. Just in case people are interested and who's the author.
0: Yeah, uh, Blake Crouch.
2: Okay. So Blake Crouch, Incursion? Recursion. Recursion. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, But yeah, ultimately it was about the things you miss once they're gone. Right. Okay. And, and that touched me, like, that's something that is really powerful to me. And I'm like, Oh gosh, I want that book spoke to me. I want more experiences like this. Like, right. I want book recommendations. Right. So I was going through some book recommendation subreddits and I saw this post from a girl or a woman who posted um, saying that she was looking for book recommendations to help her cope with a recent terminal diagnosis. Wow. And I was reading that and I'm like, dang (laughs) yeah so uh you know i i did my thing which is awkwardly sending a message saying hey uh i had this ridiculous idea i know you don't know me look at my profile i'm not a crazy stalker i promise do you want to do this idea and the idea was to create a giant book exchange oh wow Um, so we put that together um and and ultimately the idea was to uh you know she she is terminal and mm. and for it's it's not cancer so there's not even like a hope that it will be cured um it, it's, gotcha it's, EDS, it's, it's just oh it's a little bit more complicated um so yeah. it, it's it's a chronic terminal illness essentially um wow but um uh, which, which means right like what she she's gonna be gone right and what will what will we miss about her and and it, it Was fascinating how like well it touched with the themes of the book that brought me to her in the first place Mm -hmm. so it was like this really roundabout situation Uh, but ultimately i wanted to um i basically you know there's that quote i don't remember exactly what it is but you die it's like you die twice right one when you die and secondly when um people think about you for the last time i think
2: it is oh yeah that's that reminds me of coco now it's now i'm all depressed thanks sorry <laughs> <laughs> just watch the movie again and i still cry at the end of it go on go on
0: <laughs> yeah it, it, it's a deep subject um, yeah but the idea was like okay let's put a book exchange right because that's how i met this girl with books but more deeply mm-hmm. than that like if we get this to, the bigger that this goes the more memories of of rivka that's her name rivka there are out there Right, the, mm. it's it increases the chances that someone will think about her again and like continue her legacy for a little bit longer, right? Wow. Um, so yeah, that that's it was a deep one. Um, yeah. But ultimately, like we did it. The goal, um, you know, she told me like it would be awesome to have uh, one person from every state get involved, mm. and and so um, we actually we got about I think it's 233 people joined the book exchange, and we got uh, over. Uh, sorry, I, I'm looking at a map behind me because I put little pins on the map to track our progress. Um, mm. But basically, two people from every state signed up, so we we met our wow. goal. And uh, 233 people they signed up to basically the idea, you know, send a book to someone else, um, and trade books Very with cool. each other on, on Rivka's behalf. And and we raised enough money too to buy um, all the books that were on her wish list. So, wow, She's gonna have. Tons of books to read for as long as she feel feels like uh, that's a good escape for her, you know.
2: Yeah, because again, that at the end of the day, when you have that kind of thing, it's like, what do you do to get out of the situation somewhere else? You know, movies are good and so forth, but you really kind of need multiple multiple methods of really kind of escaping.
0: Yeah, exactly. And and we talked a lot about that too. It's like books are great; they're not quite there all the time, but that turns out, you know, it's her favorite thing. So.
2: Definitely. So I'm I went to your your website because I know, again, a lot of the stuff you do is web, you know, videos, things like that. So I'm looking at your videos now. I I definitely see first off there's some gaps in the video. So I know you're working on a bunch, Mm -hmm. but um, I'm looking at the last couple. So I know you have one that was five months ago, was three months ago, one month ago and then one week ago. I really kind of want to talk about the one one week ago. <laughs> um just so Ernie, just so you know um, this is the the title of it it actually I mean your videos definitely have a good number of viewers like our YouTube channel is just sad. that's why we focused on the podcast but yours is uh pretty decent. this one's only a week already it has almost uh, half uh, half a K uh, 549 views um we yeah, use we... our mass to rob a bank to, <laughs> to help the holiness to help the homeless yeah. of course yeah. um, so talk to me a little bit about this particular one
0: yeah um we well i i definitely want to encourage people to go to our site that's kind of where a lot of people go uh so Mm -hmm. youtube channel is kind of a archive i guess
2: (laughs) (laughs) an archive Uh, of what they've already done so if you want to see their glories of the past then you go to youtube you want to see what they're currently doing
0: yeah exactly (laughs) and and that's where um that's where we have all the people getting involved is like right um but for the homeless ice yeah so the idea um it was similar to the the reverse trick-or-treating idea that hmm. we talked about it was it started off of, from a really terrible joke right it's like oh wow everybody's wearing masks these days it'd be so easy to rob a bank it's not <laughs> funny but like whatever
2: <laughs> it's a little funny yeah go but, on <laughs> whatever we talked about it
0: right it's like okay um and then we're like oh yeah what if we actually you know use I, okay I'm gonna be honest, I don't know how it came about, but the <laughs> the, <laughs> the it, it it ended up being let's pretend that we're in like a a heist movie an action movie an ocean's eleven kind of film, and we're we're robbing thrift stores and then we get as much as we can and then we go and we you know of course it's live for another, so we go donate all the stuff we get at the end to homeless people so we called wow. it the homeless heist um that one is weird. <laughs> <laughs> Because we we really hyped up, like, we we really role-played the fact that, like, we were in an Ocean's Eleven kind of movie. So we had, (laughs) uh, we, like, shot, like, we would change the aspect ratio of the video. So it (laughs) would look like, we would change, like, to dramatic music. And and we had uh, a friend of mine dress up as, like, a cop, and he would, like, tail us. And then he killed one of us. And it's really stupid. That one is, like... (laughs) That one's not quite grand in its stupidity. It's just stupid, stupid, but it's really fun. It was really fun to make. And then ultimately, we filled up an entire Sprinter van, um, full of, of clothes and blankets and stuff, and and uh, they needed a forklift to uh, to get it to the homeless shelter. So <laughs> it, it was very insane. silly, but it it was
2: lots of fun. Definitely. Yeah. So for everybody, of course, you definitely want to support the movement. Um, they they are current. Kindness Investor Marathon is going on. It looks like you are at five hundred five raised of your one thousand dollar goal currently. Um, So that's very cool that you're halfway there. Yay! Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And there's three levels of of investing for people. There's the happy investor, the joy investor, and the glee investor. So very fine, very exciting things. If you want to be one of the, I guess they call it the micro investor. So it's a monthly small amount, but it's a monthly basically payment basically um so very cool um and of course it's all on live for another.com uh, very cool stuff and you definitely have a lot of cool projects on the way i can't wait to see what you do with the trash can what your uh you know designs end up being i'm, su- I'm assuming much like the halloween thing you'll probably have some videos about creating it how the trash cans end up coming to be and you're definitely Mapping road of how you get to where you go. So definitely let us know when all that post will definitely go uh, get out there and and promote, Um, but definitely visit their website. Um, And don't forget um, to donate, of course, as well. Um, The link will be below in the uh, comments section of ours um reach out to dylan uh directly at his at the website there's email there as well um dylan so let us know what the next steps are for our investors would that be where they need to go is just write to your website and subscribe watch their videos uh from the website and just join the email community
0: yeah yeah that's the biggest thing i we call it invest in the kindness fund because it's really important that we bring people along and um you know one idea was to show up at your house with some video games to go to a children's hospital. Yeah. And and that was possible because of people just signed up on our website to be a part of that and get notified. Um, so, you know, maybe if you go do that right now, we'll bring a trash can to your neighborhood.
2: <laughs> there you go. You never, yeah, that's a great way to do it. And if you get the Glee investor, you do get the free t-shirt. So I'm just saying
0: that's true. <laughs> and, hey the handwritten thank you letters i worked oh. really hard on those there's so many hey. really good jokes in
2: there <laughs> there you go so you can definitely by that get i mean joke. terrible <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's definitely so cool that you're still out there the non-charity charity um getting out there <laughs> helping people uh, one person at a time um, we always enjoy having you on. You have so many cool things going on, and we definitely want to keep track of you, especially during these times where it's so much harder to get out there and help people, but you're still coming up with unique and exciting ways to do that. It's just so difficult now. You've actually managed to get past the difficulty of it and really still keep um, your project going.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a helpful way to keep yourself sane during these times, if I'm being honest.
2: Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Think about
0: trash cans instead of the fires outside. (laughs) Yeah,
2: for you guys especially. That's pretty crazy stuff. Well, we appreciate it, of of course, as always. And like any good charity, you have to have a tagline for the Live for Another. It's invest in kindness for us as we're not a charity in any way, shape, or form. (laughs) We have our own tagline. Ernie, if you will, please.
1: Peace out.
2: Peace out, everybody. We will talk to you guys next time.
1: And that's another episode of Two Nerds and a Joke. Follow Robert and Ernie on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to their YouTube channel.